This is Abacus. I'm Bob the CPA. You might recognize today's guest from earlier this season. Back with us again today is Martha Ruiz. I do tax consulting services for entertainment and media clients. She'll offer her best career advice, like how to discuss your career goals with a coach or mentor. I was a little bit surprised, not because I I didn't have good mentors, but I was just surprised at how open and candid the feedback was. And how she reevaluates her goals as priorities change over time. Being careful with how you commit, uh, balancing the yeses and the noes with where you generally want your career to go, and then just recognizing that your life changes, and so it's not always going to be the same. All this coming up on Abacus. Let's go. Learn everything you need to know to have a successful and fulfilling accounting career. Whether you're on the partner track or you're making your own path, this is Abacus. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Abacus Show, where I'm finding accountants who have amazing careers and asking them to stop by and share their story with you to inspire you to maybe go out and find a better career path for you. Today's guest is Martha Ruiz. You heard from her earlier this season when we went behind the scenes at the Oscars, but you'll be happy to know there's a lot more to Martha's career story. We'll talk about how she sets her career goals, how to stay open to new possibilities without getting overloaded, and how she uses her calendar to manage both her work and personal priorities. Don't forget, you can always get links to everything we talk about, and even pop in your email and I'll send you some of the best episodes ever from The Abacus Show by visiting the show notes to today's episode at abacusshow.com slash 306. Now let's get right into the interview with Martha Ruiz. When you were getting started in in accounting, I know a lot of people, especially younger accountants, kind of have this dream of being a partner one day. I was wondering if you would take a step back and kind of walk us through how your career has progressed from where you started and some different jobs you've had along the way to end up where you are today. Sure. Um, so I started PwC out of college, um, and when I when I graduated, I I did something I think most students probably do, and that's interview with all the uh, the big firms and a variety of other firms to mid-sized firms to just to have my options open. But I did know at the time that I wanted to do tax. That was one. And then two, that I, I, I really wanted to spend some time in a big accounting firm. And, and at the time, I think the view was, from, for most students, uh, if you can get one or two years with uh, a big four firm, or at the time it was big six, you know, it, it really does set the stage for your career in the future. So I, I think when I started with the with the firm, I, I had that mentality. I, I came in not really coming in presuming I was going to be a partner one day, but rather I was coming in and really looking to committing, you know, two years with the firm and and really at the time, quite honestly, I, I think my goal was to, you know, get through the two years and potentially go work for the government after that. Um, I wanted to Potentially work for the IRS or the Franchise Tax Board here in California, and um, <clears throat> it's interesting because uh, once I once I started, I, I you know I definitely had that two-year mindset, but I'd say somewhere after the end of my first year, I really got uh, committed to different clients. Uh, I had really good working relationships with with my peers and and uh, the managers and senior managers I was working with at the time and. I was fortunate, although I think the environment was pretty consistent to the type of environment we have here in the firm, and that's that you know, there's a really good developmental thought process around, you know, getting working with teams and and you know helping 
staff, you know, work towards their career goals. And, and I think at the time, you know, as I was getting through that first year, I, I, it was almost an invisible line. I, I, I never really thought of like, oh, I just have another year here. It was almost, um, it was clearly just, I was working, I was enjoying what I was doing. And, and, you know, you know, before I knew it, two years came and went and I was, you know, probably getting into my third year and I realized, oh, um, you know, I was thinking of, of going, <laughs> of doing something different and I found myself you know, really enjoying what I was doing when, where I didn't even realize how the time had passed. Um, you know, at that point I had, you know, definitely started working on a lot of entertainment and media clients. I began to understand the industry a lot more and, uh, you know, and I was definitely working on, on tax returns and, and doing a little bit of consulting. I, I got involved in auditing the income tax uh, line items on financial statements and uh, was really enjoying what I was doing and I was learning a lot and being challenged a lot to a point where I, I didn't uh, I didn't really think about much more or anything outside of the firm um, and I and I think what resonated to me at the, that point in time and it was somewhere around my third or fourth year is really just I, I realized you know as long as I'm enjoying what I'm doing uh, I can you know can continue seeing myself in different, uh, working on different engagements or different roles here within the firm. And it, it really just became a self-check that every year and, and as, you know, as part of our development process here in the firm, we would have annual assessments. I, I would use that time to, you know, better assess, you know, how I felt the past year went and where would I like the next year to go and potentially the next year or two. Um, and so, so it was interesting that, you know, through that process, you know, I would, you know, be working with a variety of different partners or managers and they would bring opportunities to me. And, and, you know, I think the more you worked with a variety of different people, the more that doors opened up and, and I, I started working on, on other things that I enjoyed and, um, you know, had different types of opportunities as I was growing in my career. I would say that, the, the biggest juncture that I had was probably when I uh, was a manager, and, and I think it was just during that tenure that, uh, uh, which I think I might have been six or seven years in with the firm, it, it was just that period of time of, of making a decision whether um, continuing in public accounting, given that I, I, I was married at the time and I was trying to figure out whether the environment was going to be conducive for me starting a family as well, because I knew that was going to be in the in 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 my future in the next few years. And you know, I I, I took it somewhat a day at a time, and I I definitely sought a lot of counsel from you know partners I worked with just to to get an understanding of you know things that I didn't really know. This is the first time uh, I was obviously going to go through this and, you know, definitely a challenging environment uh, at times with some peaks and valleys with, uh, with your time commitment. And I uh, just wanted to make sure that I was doing things that I thought were going to be good and uh, was going to work with what I was looking for my career. And, you know, I, I got to say that I think what was very helpful was you know, reaching out to my mentors, my, my coaches, and, you know, just having a discussion around things I was thinking of. And I, I was, I was a little bit surprised, not because I, I didn't have good mentors, but I was just surprised at how open and candid the feedback was in, you know, really encouraging me to do what was right for me, um, 
you know, looking at ways to be flexible, you know, when the time came of, of starting a family and uh, things like that, where, you know, it almost became kind of a non-issue. But, you know, I'm, I'm a planner. So I, at, at the time, I just remember really putting a lot of thought to it just to make sure that, uh, you know, I, I had a better sense of how I would make it work. And I, and I, and I think, you know, at every stage in, in life, um, just like we're trying to make decisions around our careers, life changes, um, whether it's, you know, going from, you know, college to starting work or, you know, going from, you know, when you start work and maybe getting a, a promotion, going to that next level. We forget that life life changes as, as, as we move on as well in our career. And, you know, all that, you know, all that said, we, we have to be agile and, and, and figure out how we can make things work um, depending on changes in life. And, you know, I've certainly been the case with what I've been doing and how I've been, you know, taking in every year at a time here. And certainly I think enjoying what you do is is kind of a the secret sauce to the formula I, in, in my mind, because I think when when you don't realize how quickly time goes, um, I think there's 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 some good in that in that uh, it, it must mean that you're enjoying what you're doing and uh, and looking forward to continuing it. I love just about everything you just said there. I really want to uh, dive in on your, where you said you kind of reassess yearly, kind of if what you're doing is still in line with your, where your life is at and where your goals are. I feel like a lot of people just kind of try to plan out their whole career and then they're just like, uh, they get overwhelmed or they, they realize something changed and now they think they have to throw everything out and kind of plan something completely new. I was wondering if there's any, any specific things you ask yourself or, any reflections you do annually uh, that kind of helps you, maybe you said you were a planner, so it kind of maybe helps you organize your thoughts around kind of where you're at and where you're going. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. I think, um, you know, very often, um, and, I, and I am a planner, very often I, I kind of set my own agenda of things that I want to accomplish. And then lo and behold, uh, an opportunity that I didn't know was possible or available or someone comes to me and asks if I'm interested in doing X or Y, um, you know, my immediate instinct is, you know, to maybe, you know, obviously to think about it, but, you know, I'll, I'll probably say in my head, well, I probably won't have time to do it, so I should probably not do it. But what I realize is that, um, you know, sometimes you need to, you know, explore those doors that open because, you know, there's there's a world of opportunity that, even with your own skill set that you think that you're good at, sometimes you're put in different situations that, you know, maybe you don't realize you're good at. Maybe others may see that you have certain strengths that um, you haven't, uh, you know, you haven't really viewed as a strength for yourself, but others may see that that's a strength. And as you put yourself out there and try something new that maybe wasn't necessarily in your plan for the year or whatnot, you find that, you know, it challenges you, you may end up enjoying it, and it it contributes to how you're developing yourself and where you may take your career. And, and it may all kind of end up being in the same direction, but sometimes it may expand things into um, a direction that, uh, that you didn't, you didn't realize was, was something that you were going to be looking into. Um, so, I, so I'd say that, you know, while I think it's good to plan, and, and this is definitely how I think about things, <clears throat> especially... Um, you know, what I call kind of the, the mid-long term. I, I, I view it as a three- to five-year plan, um, and, and that's, you know, where, where would I like to 
take the next three years um, because it doesn't, sometimes it's not something you could do overnight, but, you know, it's a collective effort of right of different things that, be, that you can do and maybe potentially take your career to, to what you're, you're striving for. Um, I would say that, you know, you really need to have an open mind to, uh, to put yourself out there and be willing to, to take change. And um, sometimes you surprise yourself that you end up saying yes to certain things. And um, again, the things that you didn't think you were necessarily good at, or maybe you didn't explore before, but maybe others, because of, you know, the, the strengths that you showed in other uh, projects, uh, really see, you know, the potential and what you can provide to something that uh, is, is unique. And they bring it to you, it turns out that they were right and it was something that you're really good at and you end up enjoying it. And I think as, as I, I would say that the, the biggest thing to consider is just, you know, be open to, you know, all the opportunities around you. You know, you have to be careful, though, and, and you know, not overwhelm yourself and say yes to everything um, because I think there is some challenges to that. And, you know, you could, uh, you know, end up saying yes to too much and then overcommit yourself and, and, and may not be able to, you know, fully get yourself uh, uh, into something unique that uh, is good for you. Um, and so, you, so there's a balance between that. And I think at, every, at different stages in life, uh, you may have a little more time to commit for certain things um, uh, than you would in other times. And uh, I, I think personally, as a, as a personal philosophy, I, I've, I've mentally, especially as I was going through um, and when I became a mom, it was realizing for myself that I, I'm not looking to do it all and have it all. That's, that really wasn't, isn't something I'm striving for. I'm really looking at uh, recognizing that, you know, I may be able to have, uh, have it all, but it's going to be potentially in different stages. And it's not all going to happen at the same time. Um, and so those things that I want to strive for, it's 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 not perfection to have it all at the same time, and you know there's different things that we need to cherish in life as we're going through life, um, and career may be one of those things that we're really focused on, um, and then in different stages in life it might be something different. It might be you know getting ready to get married or having kids, and you know and and you know combining all that may mean different levels of commitment and different at different stages and different parts of your life. Um, and so, you know, just being conscientious of, you know, being careful with how you commit, uh, balancing the yeses and the noes with where you generally want your career to go, and then just recognizing that your life changes and so it's not always going to be the same at certain points in life as it will be in other points in life. Hey guys, Bob here. I'd like you to take a moment to think about your career. Over the years, I've noticed that people tend to fall into one of three categories. On one extreme, there's people who love their job. They can't imagine a world where they would ever leave. They're staying for life. Then there's the people on the other end of the spectrum. People who really, really hate their jobs with a passion and desperately want out ASAP. But most of you probably fall somewhere in the middle. Your job is fine, but you worry there's something better out there. You don't hate what you do, but you wish you could get paid a little bit more and get what you're worth. If you're a lifer at your company, that's awesome. But for the rest of you, I have some really good news. I'm just putting the finishing touches on a brand new course inside Abacus U that I'm really excited about. 
If you haven't heard of it yet, Abacus U is where I share all the accounting job search tips and strategies I've learned over the past decade in simple, easy-to-follow online training courses. Already inside waiting for you are complete courses on the things you need to know for your next job search, like crafting a resume that gets you more interviews, optimizing your LinkedIn profile to attract recruiters and get access to the best jobs, and how to set career goals. Everything is available from your laptop or phone for less than a dollar a day. And even though I can't tell you too much about it just yet, because we haven't announced it, if you sign up today, you'll get access to this exciting new course as soon as it's released. If you're not planning on staying at your job forever, this is the fastest, easiest way to get the skills you need to land that amazing new job you want. So get over to abacusshow.com slash learn to get started now. All right, let's get back into the interview. It's amazing how you uh, kind of almost just circled back there to knowing where you are going and what's important. Uh, and then that helps you prioritize. Is there anything when you're trying to decide kind of how to prioritize the amount of time you're able to spend on, say, a specific job or you're working on your career in general versus, uh, you know, raising a family? Is there anything you think about specifically to kind of help you stay going down the path you want to be on? Yeah, I would say that the first thing I think about is, is are my kids, my family. I, you know, I think the one thing I, I definitely try to do with, uh, with my family is making sure that just like I communicate and communication is important with work and everything we're doing in our environment, it's communicating to my family so that, you know, my family also has important things going on in their life. So, um, you know, my husband will have different commitments. And so, you know, making sure that we're on the same page and then, you know, my kids, you know, they're, they're young. Um, and, uh, you know, they have their own little, you know, commitments and, and things that they want to achieve and, uh, and being able to kind of balance, balance that. And so I, I, I think that as, as it pertains to commitments at work and, and if there's new opportunities and, and things I'm going to do, I, I definitely think about time periods and, you know, how is that going to impact certain things that are key things that I know that are going to be happening within my family structure. I think that, you know, in order for me to make that get, be balanced within my own environment, I, I need to have that balance and peace within my home environment. Um, and, and I, and I honestly feel that, you know, I, I can be a, a better professional um, when I have that balance within my own life at home, because I, I think that's where I get my energy um, I get, you know, energy from work when I'm, you know, doing things I enjoy doing. I can take that back home. But, you know, the balance and the energy I get from, you know, what I get from home is, is really kind of central to what, um, you know, allows me to be, you know, good at what I do here and enjoying what I do here. Um, and, you know, for everybody, that might be something different. It might be a different priority. Um, you know, and, and I'll say that when I came out of school, that wasn't necessarily my priority. Um you know, I was really looking to just do well when I came in, and 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 then you know after my second year, I wanted to get involved with entertainment and media, so I figured out how to do that, and I was doing a variety of different things to try to, you know, make sure I was doing good to be given that opportunity. So at different times, again in your life, it might be something different, and and at this point, that's kind of the first thing I think about when I'm going through that thought process is, um, you know, especially if it's a really big decision that might require. Um, you know, time commitments or different uh, things that I may not otherwise be currently doing. Um, you know, and communicating that with my family, I think they're central to 
to who I am and, um, and, and really, to be honest with you, probably the reason why I'm successful because they, you know, they support me and, and, and hopefully I'm supporting them in that same way. So they're, they're just as successful. That's one thing I, I guess I never thought of, but applying the skills you learned in business, such as, you know, great communication to your personal life, especially if you're already doing it in one area. I mean, I, that can only help in the other. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Um, is, besides the communication, is there anything, any habits you have or practices or anything you do regularly or specifically don't do that you think helps make you a high performer? Huh. Um, well, I'd say the, um, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if this is going to necessarily <laughs> make me a high performer, but I guess I'd say that what I do regularly is um, I definitely kind of, you know, walk through and, and, and you know, people say they live by their calendar. Um, and I, I definitely try to schedule almost everything, uh, even commute time to get to places. Um, you know, I found early on that, um, you know, even with a planner mindset, I think when you're dealing with a variety of different things and multitasking, you know, there are things that, you know, take up more time than you realize. And being from L.A., <clears throat> where traffic is um, probably the, the, the biggest problem of, of getting back and forth to, to any any destination, with a minimum commute of, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, it's, uh, you know, critical to do that. I, I, I definitely factor in, I try to keep a central calendar, even including, you know, commute time, like I mentioned, and, uh, you know, things that I may be trying to, you know, focus on, uh, you know, for example, I used to, I used to only keep meetings in my calendar. And then uh, I saw how others would, you know, definitely schedule meetings and things would overlap. And I'd find myself at the end of the day, not having had the time to do half the things I had on my to-do list. And so I started putting in some blocks to you know, ensure that I made time for myself to review things that I was supposed to get to or take care of things that I needed to get get to. Um, you know, I made sure that my calendars had, you know, things that uh, if I was trying to get to a, a, a soccer game for my, for my daughter or something that was important to her, um, you know, we made sure it was on my calendar where, where I kind of kept central and how I could kind of keep my sanity in one place. Um, I, I realized that leaving everything for things to my memory was uh, was a, a fail-safe way to to fail because I would either get to places really late or I'd forget about certain things and um, and so I, I use my calendar for for almost everything and and I just make sure I, I take the time to put you know blocks out even for things that aren't necessarily meetings but need to happen and I think we forget to do that and then we end up you know getting our calendar consumed with, with busy things, you know, like meetings and, you know, on top of meetings and then realize that you're getting to things that you needed to get to until, you know, midnight or really late at night. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's about trying to use your, your time more efficiently. And so I, I'd say that the calendar kind of helps manage that quite a bit for me. And I, I do rely on it heavily. Um, but, try to maintain everything pretty central there. So I, so I think that if you know, something I do regularly is just making sure that the calendar has all the key things and, and even things that, um, you know, I may not be thinking about to, to make sure that it kind of keeps my, my day-to-day 
constructive and effective. Well, speaking of your calendar, it looks like we just got a couple minutes left here, so I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I was wondering if there's just one thing you had to choose uh, that you could tell all recent accounting grads uh, who are maybe just coming out of college and deciding where to go. Is there any advice you would give them? You know, I was given some advice. Um, I, I was I was young. I was a senior at the time, I think, uh, so maybe four or five five years in. And I was working with a partner who I had so much respect for. He's he's since retired. But I'll tell you, I, I he shared some advice that was valuable to me at the time. And 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 I think even now I I definitely think about it. And I would say for 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 students that are about to graduate, I, I think you could definitely apply this. And that's that, you know, when you think about your career, think about it. Um, as a career, <clears throat> long term, not for the individual moments that you might have, and you know, recognize that in life and in your career, you're going to have you know good days and you're going to have bad days. But if you can acknowledge that when you look at it in totality, where you are in totality, um, and look forward and say that you have more good than bad you know, you're doing something right, you know, you're enjoying what you're doing. And if you can say that, then, you know, just recognize that those, those days, those bad days, they're going to, they're going to go by quickly. And that's just part of, you know, part of the process. Um, you know, but really look at when you're looking at your career, when you're having those bad days, look at your career for its longevity. Because, you know, it's easy to get discouraged when you have some of those bad days. Um, and they're going to happen. But, you know, think about it in the long term and and hopefully you're having more of the good than the bad when you look at it, you know, from a long term perspective. And, you know, then you can recognize that you, you know, you do it, you are enjoying what you're doing. And, and that's really what should matter, that, you know, you're enjoying what you're doing and that you truly are. Um, you know, it's, it's just a bad day and that'll 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 be gone before you know it. I think that's a great place to end. Martha, I just want to say thanks again. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and uh, share what you learned over the course of your career. No, thanks for meeting with me. Appreciate it. That's all for today, folks. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time right here on The Abacus Show.